Dramatic Analysis of Midnight Run, recorded November 13th, 2018, led by Chris Huntley. Good evening. Tonight we're going to do an analysis of Midnight Run. I almost forgot the name. <laughs> it's like, of, uh, uh, and let's just very quickly write, uh, figure out what each of the four through lines are. So the overall story, anybody? That's the one that everyone's involved in, Chris. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, do that by now. Avoidance for sure. Yes, oh, well, that one for this particular oh. film would be a good. <laughs> yes, you've been listening to the podcast too many times. That's right. All right. Yes, the through line, a description of the part of the story in which all of the characters are involved. Uh, I would say that it's the um, manhunt for the duke. For the Duke? I don't or know. Well, this is one of my questions. Isn't it about getting the Duke from one side the of the country? The Duke is the accountant? Yeah. yeah. The mob yeah. accountant? Yeah. Right. It's, well, the it's getting the Duke from one side of the country to the other. Right? Or capturing him. Capturing yeah. Well, getting, getting, him, getting him into custody. Or killing him. One or the other. Right. Yeah, everyone's trying. Everyone's after the, the mob accountant who, who jumps bail. Okay. Uh, who embezzled from the mobster and jumped bail. Now, is that the goal or is that a requirement? Is it, I mean, is, the question I have is, is that is the story about the um, bondsman, bail bonds, you know, the guy who jumped his bail, his bond, essentially, and they need to get him back in order to, to get the money back. Is it that, or is it about the mobster who the FBI is trying to put away, and the accountant is the number one uh, witness? Witness. That's my question too, Chris. So I. I, think, I mean, right. so how would you how would you characterize it? I mean, clearly there is a part of the story that is about getting, bringing the uh, the fugitive. Who's out? Of, who skipped bail back to the the bonds well, bond company? Um, Yafet Koto, um, Agent Mosley, says, you know, I've been working this case for a long time. I don't think bringing the mob guy in is actually the heart. They know where he is. What they need is the witness. Right. So Koto says, I've been working this for six years. Don't get in my way of this amateur BS. I'm going to go get him. We don't want to screw this up. So I think the OS is about getting the accountant to, to I mean, it, it, to testify is too far in the future, but I think it's to bring him in so he can to testify. capture the escaped witness. Yeah. But, and, but uh, I, I just want to be clear that yeah. he is not escaped on federal charges. He's no, no, escaped no. on local BS state charges that the FBI does not want him returned to L.A. County Jail. Well, it's not BS. Well, they've got charges against him as far as the FBI is concerned. He skipped bail. Right. As far as the FBI is so, concerned, they don't want him on local charges. Right. But that's, that is, so the question is, is the overall story about, is it about bringing the bail skipper back to the bail bondsman? Is that the, the, the story about? Or is it about taking down the, the Chicago mobster. It's about bringing the bail jumper back. Okay. I mean, I, yeah, I, I think, think, I think, I think, I think 
Yeah. Okay. And they set it up right at the beginning of the movie. That's right. right. And I just, but I wanted to bring this up because okay. it's just, there's some confusion. And you'll notice that the story isn't over once the mobster is taken right. away. Right. And it doesn't feel like the story's over once the mobster's taken away. But it also doesn't feel to me like the story is over when he lets him walk. Because well, we'll he, get to that. Yeah. That's a separate issue. Okay. Yes, Jim. Oh, I'm <laughs> Your face was saying much more than your mouth. Oh, I'm just <laughs> need to learn about fail bonding. Mm. Huh? Oh, it's very simple. When, how bail, bond, bail bonding works, you're giving a bail amount. Let's say it's a million dollars. Now, you can either put up a million dollars and then you're out on bail. Or you can go to a bondsman and put up one-tenth of that amount and you don't get that back. The bondsman puts it up, and once you go in, they get that bond. So you put, you put the money up for the bondsman, or they'll put it up for you with some sort of collateral. And then, um, if you skip, then they're out. Because they put up the they such they put up the money for you, but it's one tenth of the bail. That's what the bond is. Uh, so the bond would, or the bail bail would have been four and a half million, right? Because he's out four hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. The bond was four hundred fifty thousand. Right. That's what he would forfeit. So the bail would have been ten times that amount. Yeah. So the bail would have been four hundred. No. Million. No. No. That's what the bail bondsman would have been out is the four hundred fifty thousand. Oh, that's right. He puts up the He puts up a tenth of it, right? But he's responsible for the whole bail. So uh, the bail was four hundred fifty thousand. Okay. He only probably put up forty five thousand. Okay, got it. Right. That's right. Um. Yeah, because it's what he would. Oh. Because oh, essentially, gotcha. if you skip bail, you don't skip bond. You skip bail. You know, they forfeit your bail and whatever you put up. And the bondsman could do it. It's kind of like an insurance policy. So I just want to make so he's pissed because he's spending a hundred grand to, to try to to save four hundred fifty. Yeah, yeah. Right, but it's so he's already essentially spent forty five. He'll right. get that back ostensibly. So he's going to have a net loss of fifty five. And there's there's a, there's some charge as well. So it might be at the the bond might be forty five thousand, but they may charge. 70,000 or 60,000 or something more than the actual bond. So you pay for the insurance, which is that part is non-refundable to the whoever put, you know, whoever is going out on bail. But the bondsman puts up. That's where the bondsman, that's where they make their money. Um, so, uh, okay, so we want the bring back mob accountant to L.A. bond company. Right? That's kind of, that's sort of what they want to do. That's why we're shown in the beginning that he has to deliver the guy to the L.A. jail, he gets his paperwork, then he takes the paperwork to the bond And that's what allows him to L.A. jail? Okay. Okay. Right, because they established that with yeah. the with the other guy that he brought in uh, from the opening sequence. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, so L.A. Jail. Mm -hmm. Got it. All right, main character. Oh, Jack Walsh. 
That's a Robert De Niro character? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Alright. The influence character? The Count. The Duke. John Markovich. John. John? John. Okay. And what is the nature of the relationship between Jack and John? The best I can come up I know this, there's, there's a technical one, but it felt like Big Brother, Little Brother to me. How so? One was pestering and one was all like, no, this is what we're going to do. Um, but I guess technically it's, you know, guy in, guy with handcuffs and guy in handcuffs. Captain, Captain. <laughs> is that their relationship or is that their objective role? That's yeah, their objective role. There's right. strangers that become friends, right? They're buddies? Yeah. yeah, sort of, yeah, strangers that become buddies or, I mean, it's a buddy. It's a buddy picture. But, but one is it's, one is sort of the, the 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 nature of the relationship is something becomes a friendship uh, buddies is better than friendship because I think it's it, it sort of encompasses a little bit of the brotherly thing and a little bit of the friendship thing and a little bit of the whatever mentor mentorship part so just just put buddies and, and explore explore. That further. Okay. I think uh, I read the screenwriter based on experiences driving with his mom and dad, and just the conversations they would have. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely see that. Like, yeah. Absolutely like arguing the whole time, but not really. But mm-hmm. they both like each other. Right. Picking on things. Or, again, siblings do the same type of thing. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. So let's. Go over to the. I'll just we'll just do that on the screen since we can all see this from here. And uh, go through the main character dynamic question questions. So the first one we'll look at. Yeah. Main character resolve. If change is steadfast, is Jack a change or steadfast character, and why? All right. How well, do we know? A change because he he starts as a, a man who's sort of. Uh, is contending with a kind of moral bankruptcy. I mean, we find out it's because he's actually somebody who's really tried to do the right thing, but he's, he's become sort of complacent. And through the story, he starts to take stock of who he is and what he is and what he has accomplished, and primarily through the influence of the John character. How do we know that he's changed? Well, because A, he lets the guy go at the end, and he's... Uh, what else? His demeanor has changed. His countenance has changed. He's become a sort of more open and less sort of disconnected, abrasive human being. And the watch. He gives the watch. He gives the watch. The watch is the big clue. Because right. the, the watch is his tie to his past, his That's wife, his family, right. to the events that transpired that made him lose his career. And uh, take and out. That jaded him. I think that's that's the thing. He had been jaded. It's like that's you know, what? I'm just right I, I, I'm just not going to care anything about getting the money and opening up my coffee that's shop, right. and I'm not going to care about anything else. And uh, and then he starts caring. All right. Does that everybody sound yeah. good with that? Okay. And now that would imply that the influence character is a steadfast character. How do we see that John is a steadfast character? And in what way does he, you know? 
influence. And more I'm asking about the steadfast yeah. than the influence, but I mean, like he's constantly nagging him to go deal with his family issues. He's constantly telling him like all the ways that he's screwed up. He's, he 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 acts as conscience, and he's basically only though when it comes to dealing with him, he's he's really just focusing everything on on Jack. You remember, it's really funny because that's the nature of an influence character. It's all about the main character, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and how they influence or impact the main character. And mm-hmm. I think that he constantly just even though he even makes a comment about it. It's not you know, you don't need to know anything about me. It's about you. It's that you know, it's it's really funny that he does that. And and even to the end, he is not. He is, he's singing the same song, and only after John, after Jack has changed, then he sings a different tune. Then he actually treats him differently. Mm-hmm. He gives, you know, gives him the money, and it's like, but that's not, that's not John, who's the prisoner. That's John, who's the free, the free man. And it's only after Jack has gone through that transformation specifically indicated by the watch that was given to him by his wife and it was all of his his you know the things that he did wrong you know he's, he's always late he does you know so set set ahead of time I mean there are all sorts of things but after that then suddenly you know he gives him he gives him that and it's it's just even up to that moment he didn't tell him that he had that money even though they are starving, essentially. Well, I mean, he sort of functions as a good angel character. Right, the conscience. Through the, yeah, his conscience, right? Yeah. And then, you know, he's a bunkular. Right, but, but of course, at the end, by giving him all that money, it's not necessarily what the kind of the conscious thing would do, but it's the story is effectively over at that point. Okay, so change. How about our main character approach, a doer or a beer, and why? Some examples. I, I, I don't. I don't. Forgive me if I'm the only one talking. I don't need to be that. But it seems to me that the beer, if you if you look at the uh, um, uh, the, uh, the John character, the Impact character, he has a real sort of beer aspect, and almost by his um, demeanor. You define the main character, who then you see right from the beginning, always in action, doing things, uh, For uh, making example. decisions. Well, I mean, in the beginning, he takes down uh, the, the 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 black uh, drug dealer or whatever. No, I think he was the he jumped bail. Another he, 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 jump on whatever his his crimes or problems were, uh, and then when he's interceded by the John Ashton character, he you know punches him out and. You know, make sure that he manages to get that guy to a police and steals station. The car. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, he's he's, he's very proactive. Yeah, it? but uh, proactive is not the uh, <clears throat> doer does not mean proactive because oh, okay. you can have a proactive beer too. You can have someone yeah. who's very assertively, um, you know, one would say overbearing. That would be someone who might be a doer, a uh, beer, who's proactive, but it, he's. He's one who prefers to take take action, as opposed to change himself. Mm-hmm. Whereas you, I mean, you do see excellent examples of a, a proactive beer in in John, mm-hmm. 
you know. I don't like planes. Right, right. His, oh, yeah, his whole yeah. thing with the plane. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah, he yeah, got yeah. them. Oh. He got them off the plane because just by being, he didn't do anything. You know, mm-hmm. the whole reason he's doing this like crappy job that he has now is so that he doesn't have to answer to anybody. Right. So that he's doing it by himself. But this, but remember, the the main character approach is personal. No, but he, but he's taken this job because of the personal problems that he has. Okay, but we would, I, we want to look at examples of it. Is that, that's what I'm asking for. I, that's you're 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 explaining maybe the reason for that, but that's this this isn't about why he's that way. It's just what is it? That's what this question is really asking. Just I mean, it's important that they they put that in there so that it felt very natural. The backstory of why he wants to be that way, it's not really necessary. What it, we do need to see is okay. How does he solve problems? He steals the car. He, you know, I mean, right. he, he, you know, oh look, there, a lot of this is happening. Let's escape. You know, he yeah. he just he just. So that's the personal moment that stood out to me because his thing is his personal problem is that he is in his job he hates and he wants to get out. And if he just needed to be successful with the job, he could turn the he could turn the Duke over to. Um, the FBI when they're in that, around that shootout period. But he sees the opportunity and he runs and he takes the Duke with him because what he needs to do is turn the guy, turn him into the bounty hunter or to the bottom. To the jail. No, he turns these term into jail so he can get Right. But the he money. doesn't want to give him over to the FBI. It's he doesn't want to lose the money. Right. And so that struck me as a personal problem Sort of, it tucked into the OS where he had to run. Yeah. He took it with him. And then even the one moment that threw me off was when he was with his daughter. He gets very, for the, he gets very emotionally struck for the first time. But then even then, the way he kind of breaks out of it, he goes and he gives her a hug. He turns down her money, which are not being things. They are, you know, they're active. So I have a question on looking at indications. Um, it seems to me back in Jaws, you said you, you admonished us to be a little careful about looking at the MC's job and and use that, that it's easy to use his job and come up with a doer type thing when he's doing his job. Um, and and so we can't really use or we should be very cautious about using his job as a bounty hunter. So, for example, right, him going to get the bounty, going to get the guy um, and running after him is his job. Him punching him, punching out the competitor and stealing his car is not the job. All well, you pretty you got to get paid. Well, <laughs> no, he could have he could have taken him and, you know, he he, he didn't have to steal the car. I mean, it's it's like he goes beyond just, you know, if he punched him, fine. But stealing the car was not a job, part of the job. That's just his approach to get things done faster. And then the next uh, uh, thing about indications was that um, as a beer, beers tend to try to get other people to do things for them. Right. That's, that's a possible thing that beers do. So like when he tells the lady keep running the credit card when his credit card has been No, 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 no. That's do it again. Do it again. Right. Do it again. That's not a beer. I mean a beer would try to she's like, No, I'm not going to do it 
and he would try to, you know, he would use a force of will to try to make her do it. She did, you know, he didn't even really try to just do it, you know, just run it again. He wasn't trying to, to emo- affect her or, or absorb it internally. He was just trying to basically do the action again. Well, if anything, the, the other person's going to be here by rolling their eyes and shaking their head, right? The, the yeah. woman? No, the guy. The, the, du- um, the Duke. Duke. Uh, oh, yeah, but absolutely. The and just roll their eyes and yeah. communicate with each other. Well, I mean, Duke is, con- I mean, Duke is a great example of a really assertive beer. I mean, even when he says, okay, let me take care of this, take off the handcuffs and give me the... Uh, right. the what does he do? He basically impersonates someone. Mm-hmm. He changes himself and then has, has um, Jack do all the work. You know, go through the, the 20s and testing them. He's not doing anything. He's just, you know, being. So you can exactly. see that. Right, right. really good that. But that's, I mean, that's the difference. He's not doing it. He's just... He is getting things done through sheer personality as opposed to through physicality. Um, and the him getting his money is far more personal. So, you know, as opposed... This is why there's an issue of what the OS is. Because I think the goal in this story goal that we were discussing is a lot closer to a main character goal Mm -hmm. and you know how Melanie has said in the past that sometimes the the story goal might be the main character goal and not the overall story goal this is closer to one of those examples Um, whereas I think the overall story goal is really to get the bad to get the uh, mob mobster off the street before he kills the, the witness, the one witness who can put him away, you know, and that that part, which is why I don't think what that's what the overall story really is, but because if it if it was, the story would have been over once they handcuffed him, but it really was, it didn't end there, because and also at that point, the accountant was still. You know, well, he was he was still a criminal. You know, was he wasn't just a, a wit, he wasn't just a somebody that the the FBI wanted. He was a, a criminal and needed to be in jail. <laughs> so that's that's why they had to get him back to jail because he is a criminal. And then there's that that one conversation in the story where he says, you know, even as it wasn't happening, you know, you're a bad guy. You, know, you were working for a bad guy, and that's when the backstory comes out, where he didn't realize he was working as an accountant for a mobster when he was doing his accounting, and then when he did, why well, he stole it and then gave it all away. Well, Obviously, he didn't give it all away. <laughs> it's interesting that at that point, shortly thereafter, uh, Jack Walsh starts doing a lot of criminal activities himself. Right. Yeah. Okay, so we th- we see Jack as a doer. What about problem solving style? Linear or holistic, and why? And this is for Jack. Well, I think it's I think it's linear. Okay, it's just all about I have to get you from 
you know, from New York to LA, and once the plane is gone, we're going to go to the bus, the train, then the bus, then the car, and it's just very click, 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 click to the next. And he was a little slow on the pickup that somebody at the other end of the phone was was yeah. listening. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. Mm-hmm. Of course, it turned out that there were many somebodies that were listening, but uh, he wasn't really... One of the other way you saw how he catches the Duke is by setting the trap, getting the next clue, going... Yeah. You know. Very positive effect. I mean, he, you know, he picks a lot. He uses his, you know, connections to, you know, look up the file, what was the last phone number that he called, or, you know, uh, what was the phone number that he called, and he just, you know, um, uh, step by step. All the steps that he's... Right, know, which is what made him blind to the fact that perhaps... Jack could actually fly a plane. But John could actually fly a plane. John, yeah, sorry. John could fly a plane. Mm-hmm. That the accountant could fly a plane because he that became a, a known that he can't, so that was, he did not question that. And then, uh-oh, I am not really, not thinking about, this is a guy who will try anything to get away and say anything to get away. Mm-hmm. He was like... It's just a little too... But, yeah, even when he makes the deal uh, with Mosley, you know, he's still just so focused on that singular goal, that singular result. You know, I just want this result. And, uh, and uh, you know, uh, uh, and, and that, that uh, will just take every step he can to get there. Right, but it was interesting that it, how effective he generally is at it, because you could see maybe when he was a, a um, policeman... He he went down for the FBI. Okay, you can get him for this, and you can get him for this, and you can get him for this, and if he goes this, then you can get him for that. And it's like, boy, you would have thought that the FBI would have been sort of onto that, but they weren't. You know, so it really just showed how, what a probably a really good detective or policeman he was, mm-hmm. and why he's even more bitter about sort of getting getting booted for not. Buying in, right? Well, I mean, even his tracking down of, of the John character, getting him to that apartment where he runs into the dog, you know, was a series of kind of clever maneuvers. So, yeah. You know, we were we recognized we, we had a we had a smart guy there. Oh yeah, no, and quick so quickly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now let's move on to the um, plot dynamics. Before you. Yes. Go. So. When you come up with examples for linear, um, it seems like a lot of them are in the overall, they're the overall story. Switch. Right, because in this case, a, this is not a choice issue, so your character is going to be doing this. Um, everywhere, yeah. Everywhere, right. And I think that also when you look at with his, when you look at with his, daughter and in conversation with his daughter and his wife it's like okay he's looking at it very linearly he's not looking you know he gets jealous right sure yeah but it's also like I'm not going to be able to pay you back so I don't want to take your money effectively was what he's saying you know I'll take it from my wife well she's offering it or whatever and I'll I'll do that because her husband's a crook Uh, (laughs) Especially yeah. has to be by being in the position he's in, because um, that that was his position, and he the only way he could stay there was if he was on the take. Yeah. 
So, I mean, he just, he was, even in those, he's very linear about what he'll do. And just his approach to um, trying to keep uh, John in in line, you know. Um, And, you you know, you definitely, in all of these, the more you can, in, in analysis, the more you can look to the different parts of the story and see the consistency, that's, with the, with the dynamics, they're going to be consistent from beginning to end. So you definitely want to look look to that. Does that answer your question? Yeah, just so the, 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 linear, the linear problem solving style shows up in all four through lines if the main character has it, right? Well, he's, he is a, is a character who has objective and subjective functions and perspectives that will be consistent because you can't have one character that that shows both linear and holistic problem-solving styles. It's very confusing. It's going to look like two people. So yeah, that that player would have would act li- linearly in both both instances. But it won't. You won't really be looking at it as linear in the overall story. You'll be looking at it either. You know, he uses linear logic or linear feeling. You know, he's looking at things very directly, cause effect, trying to look at things like that, um, as opposed to looking at relationships between things that are finding balance. You know, a holistic way of looking at it. All right, plot driver. Let's go with that one. So we're switched. Yes. It's a decision for sure. He and decides to take the case in the beginning. Yep. Uh, the midpoint is when um, the Duke decides to pull him out of the water yep. after that deliberation. Um, the end is the decision to let him go. Okay. I think the second one would be the decision to see his family, but I'm not. I'm not clear on that one. So I have the second one being the competitor decides to take the case for 25k. And that I, makes more sense. And I have it as Eddie decides to bring in a competitor. Yeah, either yeah. one of those are, are uh, yeah. Well, Eddie, although Eddie doesn't really consider it much, he just, but the competitor actually considers it. Right? There's my, that's my argument. But that's I, also an action, like hiring that guy. That's, yeah, hiring, that's what I'm saying. It is an action. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Oh, but the yeah, the actually decides. Yeah, exactly. I don't know the fourth one. The fourth one I, I had is, is oh, the fourth one's great because it's the FBI. Um, the FBI makes the decision to the go deal. the deal. Yeah. Yeah. Is it that? That's the, the basically the turn into Las Vegas. Yeah. Okay. I thought that was much later, but all right, makes sense. So Las, all of Las Vegas is is part of the last act. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anybody have issue with that? All right. All right, how about the limit? Do we have a time lock or an option lock, and, and how do we know? Time lock. Time lock. Time lock. <gasps> Jim speaks. <laughs> I think it's midnight, right? Was it Friday? Midnight, midnight, midnight. Five days? Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. Here's my question. <laughs> if the OS is your... This gets back to the... I feel like there's a bigger discussion here. Trust that. The story goal being the MC goal. I feel like there's a slightly larger discussion to have there. Because if it's just about getting the mobster off the street and having the witness, that doesn't matter about when he brings him in. Right, but that's why the story didn't end. 
Yeah, that's right. No. But then but, that's not the law. But the story wouldn't end right. until the... No, either way. The story wouldn't end until the witness was actually in custody. Either way. No. Because once... No, the mobster's not off the street until they have... Oh, because they have other crimes? Other crimes? Yeah, that's the whole thing. Yes, that was, like, that, was, right, right, right. that was him explaining so, the whole thing about yeah, yeah, you yeah. get them for this and this and this, and then you can also so the interstate... They, they technically don't need road anymore. No, no, he's they no longer for the FBI. Right, he the still FBI. needed because he... For the bond. He, yeah. And he's like almost like playing the game against himself, right? Because at the end he's like, oh yeah, we okay. made it. But this, yeah. gets, this gets to my point anyway. If it's just about... So you're saying that over the story goal is the main character goal? No, no. I'm saying okay. this is one of those ones where it's, okay. it looks like it's the, it's so main, character the, the main character goal. If the story, it is goal, the over, it is the overall story goal. I, that's what, what is this? It is. It is. But isn't that the main character goal? I don't believe so. I think no. the main character has more to do with getting over his. Well, yeah. oh, the main character's goal is to is to get enough money to set up a coffee shop. Right. I thought that earlier you were saying I misunderstood you. Right. I was saying how Melanie says that sometimes the main character goal can appear to be the. This is one where it looks like that. It's not. But that's how you can get that. I feel like you're saying the reverse. It feels like the overall story goal feels like the main character goal. Yes. Not that the main character goal feels like the overall story. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh, the story. The story I think that they they appear to be conflated. There's more emphasis on the. They they appear to look like they are one and the same. That the story goal is also the main character goal. Okay. It isn't, but it looks like it because they're tied so closely to that individual, right? His particular protagonist goal right. versus his personal goal, and his personal goal has nothing to do with. Directly with getting John to the jail by midnight. Yeah. Right. Well, because his personal goal is to be about the future, right? His future. Don't know. We haven't gotten there yet. Well, we don't know yet. But but he seems to be fine. He seems to be at peace with no angst. Yeah. Letting him go with no money. Right. He gets the money as like which is why bonus at the end. But he is totally angst free when he lets him go. Yes. As though he's gotten his goal. But he has not gotten the money for his coffee shop. Right. So the coffee shop... Because this is why you can have any combination of these choices, and one does not affect the other. Mm-hmm. You can't say, oh, he's changed, so therefore it's going to be an outcome success or whatever. They are completely independent. And only when you put them next to each other do they seem to be, oh, they're all interconnected. Well, yeah, they are interconnected, but not... Directly or obviously, the dynamics influence one another, but they don't they don't yeah. determine one another. Right. Right. And so this the time so so this goal issue. I was just trying to say when you're thinking you know we're having a hard time figuring it out. That's because it looks you know if you look at the logistics of the story, it looks a little confusing. I mean the simple. If you go with what it seems to be the simplest thing, that is actually what's going on. It's got all this other business going on, and that complicates it, but it's really not really complicating it. Right. It doesn't change anything. The, the money then is just the dividend, right? At well, the end, well, you mean what he gets the, yeah. the money belt? Yeah. Yeah, I would think it's so. The dividend, right? 
Right. Well, I guess my point is, Sandy just said his goal is to have a coffee shop. Yeah. No, I don't know that. I think that that's not established yet. Yeah. It's. I would not. I would not define it that way at this point yet, since we haven't even determined what domain he's in, or what any of the other domains are. So I'd be careful about what Sandy said there, in absence of actually. Exploring that, right. and I don't think that's necessarily true. Anyway, I think he wanted. Well, then why were you following that argument if you didn't even <laughs> think it was true? Because he piped up an agreement, and I wanted to kibosh it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I wanted to. Well, no, it's good. Well, that's why. Right, but now is not the time. Let's well, finish the dynamics, and then we can get the domains and concerns, and we'll have a real bigger understanding of what that's going on. So, so the time timeline, explain. Oh, yeah. You picked time lock, but there was no explanation. I'd like you to. Oh, it needs to be there by midnight. And how do we know that that's it? Because the title of the movie is Midnight Run, and he's every week he's like, or every every he's like, I got this much time left. It's like time lock. Well, so so Eddie Eddie says when they're first deciding whether or not to take the job, you've got five days. Right. Okay. Then, when uh, he calls back Eddie from the telephone, he says, What the heck are you doing, Jack? Blah, 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 blah. you got to get him here in like two and a half days. And then. Uh, yeah, keep on. The, the time running out is constantly bringing by. And then the Duke also says, uh, Well, is this going to blow your schedule? Is this going to blow your schedule? We only have two hours left. No. Right. Every, every setback is measured in lost time. Yes. That's, I mean, they, they do that so clearly with everything. Right. That's how we know, in fact, and the fact that it is set for the the uh, time lock now. When does the movie end? What time is it? 20 minutes 25 before midnight. 25 minutes. 25 minutes. He depends on if it's when he's inside or outside. He says, well, right. He so says, either 30 no, minutes. I would have made it, too. Right. So his watch was always a half an hour early. That's why he gives his watch. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I actually, it was really funny. I was the one thing I was expecting that they didn't do. I was expecting for the little payoff that um, John would have changed the watch uh, to set it off so that he would have actually gotten there too late because he was going based on the, the half hour. Yeah. I thought that was, but because the way, way it ended, you don't want to do that. Um, so, it's, but it is definitely a time lock. It, it seems. And that's why I think, yeah, and I'll, I'll explain. So it has to do with this next one. Is it a success or failure story? Failure. failure. Yeah. Right. And that's why you can afford it early if it's basically, if you're saying, okay, I'm, gonna, I'm going to give up the goal so that my limit is still there, and I could have won, but I'm not going to, and therefore it's going to be a failure. So that's why it can sort of pre early termination is is acceptable because normally that doesn't work and normally it has to come to 
If that come, the, because remember, the, the whole idea of the limit is to bring the climax, which is why the end seems to be, seems to sort of climax early, and then you get there, and then it just is sort of this quiet main character stuff. Um, so it's like the climax in this movie of the scene with the monster is that's what true climax but it right it seems mm-hmm. like it is it feels like it's the logistic climax but it's not the story climax is it's not the way the story is structured but they kind of put the we have an option lock and a time lock in there type of thing you know the option lock is okay the FBI's got to get the bad guy on them you know charges that will stick and it's going to take, take the discs the disc or the witness or the what, whatever it is. It just kind of changes over the course of the story until they actually happen. What also is the classic you know, play structure where all the main players are in the same location right. fighting for their different desires at the same time. Right. And But the story is still going on because the clock <laughs> is still ticking. And it's only because the, they chose to not have him bring him in as the illustration of the main character change. Um, Which was, you know, which was interesting. Because it's just, you know, him sort of saying, screw it. I'm I'm not going to go this rat race. Which is for the main character is a good thing. But for the big picture, no, it ends in you know it ends in failure. Um, so we have a failure, and then the judgment. Having answered that already, right? <laughs> well, the judgment is good, and we know that because. So what he said is he's he is. You know, essentially hangs free at the end. Yeah, and he's, he's able to get rid of the watch and right. give it to he's him. And, and he even says, thank you, John. Right. Thank you, John. Right. So, I mean, he's mm-hmm. in a good place. And, again, when I was talking about how it feels like the overall story is, again, I guess better to say, conflated with the main character, it's because it all sort of, it doesn't really end. It just sort of, the story just, it wraps up, but it doesn't, it doesn't have a. It, he's still at large, mm-hmm. you know. So it, it, it. You could easily have had a sequel, because, but, but of course the bounty would have um, been forfeited. Yeah, been forfeited. The, the bond would have been forfeited. But it would have been about will the monsters murder him before the trial, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be anything. But, but he's still on the land. He's still a fugitive. John is, not Jack. Um, <clears throat> any questions about that? What? Why? Why couldn't it have not been a success if he gets there before Tolkien? Maybe that's not what you were saying. Well, the story doesn't end, and so. It's a failure because he gives up because the protagonist throws in the towel. Okay. <laughs> the protagonist basically says, 
I'm. I surrender. I surrender. It's, it's, right. like, it's like the opposite of where the antagonist gets killed, so that way you know that, okay, the antagonist is killed. Then we probably got a success story. Um, and where the protagonist says, uh, I got all this way, and now I don't want it no more, and I just give up. Um, right. And it's and the clock, you know, is pretty much run down. He knows that he could have done it. So personally, it seems like okay, I, I I have control of my life. I could have done it if I wanted to, but I don't need to do it anymore because I'm not the same person I was at the beginning of the story. You know, it's and we're shown what success would have been in the very opening when you have to take the criminal to the jail, right? And you get the book. Isn't he also? in a funny way returning to the version of himself that predates where the movie begins but we hear about which is when he was a cop of conscience and yes. wouldn't sell himself out to the mafia guy in the same way funny way well won't. that's that's exactly yeah and that's what come a circle that's what John that's what John was basically preaching to him and that's where he ends up ironically by changing he lets the bad guy go, but it's a bad is sort of a relative. It's a relative thing. But he's also taking dirty money in the end too, right? Right. So right. He's not that. Thing. No, but he's okay with it. I mean, he's he's he. This is. Yeah, it, it is dirty money, and it's it's the it's it's why this ending is a little odd. Because it, it's a little, got it's got a lot, it's got some potential left over, not from the not from the story that we've just explored, but as a setup for another story. Because you could easily see yeah. him getting caught with that other money, and they use that against him to try to get then get him again. And I feel like the morality choice for him is like really confined to is he on the take or not, and then but other than that, he's allowed to. Right. Well, again, that story's over. Yeah. There's also a thing too. They they don't hide at all that the reason he's in this um, job is because um, Sereno screwed him over, and all he really wanted to do is put Sereno away. Yeah. So once he sort of that's his that's the wound he's got to patch over, and once he gets him arrested, he even says, "I've been waiting ten years to say this. You're under arrest." And it's like he's just he's done it. Like, that's the thing that's been... That's the inequity. Well, that's the professional inequity. Right. But it also... But I think it... I don't know if it's the professional... Because it also, it also ruined his marriage. But he hadn't given up on the marriage yet. Until the last scene. You right, see, but I think that... that I think that's that that part of it. Absolutely. All, yeah, that's all part of his his thread, his yeah, through line. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. I think that the author positioned us to not look at these crimes by Jack, and Jack commits a lot of crimes, mm-hmm. um, and or John um, very badly puts them in a sympathetic light, in fact has the, the only child in the show say, well, you don't look like a Batman. Yes, mm-hmm. right at the beginning. Right. Yeah. wonder whose kid that was. <laughs> <laughs> it was the new officers, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I mean, which producer or... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Definitely had that sense to it. Yeah, it's like Batman, it's like, you, know, you just won't break the one rule. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, again, yeah, I mean, it, well, the, the, director, the director did a cameo in the airport. He was, he sold a ticket to, um, 
Mar- the Marvin character. Oh, uh, Marty Brest? Yeah, kind of funny looking. That's, that was Marty Brest. Yeah. All right. So now let us look to the concerns and the domains. Um, good. Nice and big. All right. So where do we see uh, either Jack or the overall story, or actually any of them, but Jack has to be, a, he's a doer, so he's going to be either a situation character or, or an activity character, and the overall story is going to be somewhere. <laughs> it's not like it's a really difficult one, but it's a 1980s comedy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that fixed attitude. Huh? <laughs> Are you being silly? I'm being silly. So I think it's an OS of activity, and okay. Jack is in a situation. He's in a situation, and I mean the concerns are really, you know, front and center here. It's you know he's planning for his future in order to put behind his past, and those are the big, the two big things for him. And the job is all about right now is the present, the job he's on, and how things are going. Sure, yeah. um, but um, but. The big things for him personally are his future and his past. And I think the other part, the other through line that's really, really clear is the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Because John is manipulating Jack like there's no tomorrow. Right. <laughs> I mean, just, just. I mean, you, it would all be, the time. It would be tempting to put him, put John, at, you know, yeah, solo yeah. And under manipulation, but. When you think about it, he, he does have a pretty fixed attitude of, you know, I am not gonna you know, I am not gonna let myself get killed or it, caught, you know. Something, in something like this, how do you separate out influence character from relationships, right? He's, he's very much Well, because you see that you that the relationship and not just coming from him, I guess is what I'm saying. Because when we look at, I mean, I don't know that we know an awful lot about John, um, except when he's espousing a, a point of view, that it's sort of his conscious, you know, this is the kind of, when he's sort of talking straight to, to Jack, that seems like that's an influence character, not when he's manipulating him. That, when he's manipulating him because he's, Basically, you know, in handcuffs, and he's being taken to go back to jail. That's when the manipulation happens because he's trying to prevent, trying to drag it out as long as he possibly can, or prevent it, or whatever. You know, the buddy part is where the manipulation is going on. Um, where, whereas when he's giving his opinions about Jack and Jack's life and. You know, what do you think about? You know, what do you think about this? And there's a, I, I don't think you should be doing that. That's not really those. Those are actually really constructive. They're not manipulative. They're really influence character stuff. Right. But like, if I were your accountant, I wouldn't start a restaurant. It's very to me. Like, that's a guy living by rules. Right. Very fixed attitude stuff. That's not manipulating the relationship. That's just in my opinion. No, the relationship is when you look at the two of them, where he's trying to get him. He's trying to, you know, um, 
you know, work with me while he's on the plane, that whole thing is, you know, that's the manipulation stuff, um, as well as activity. I mean, you get those two really, the logistics and the relationship, emotional part of it, that bounces back and forth. Um, you know, the manipulation of getting, <laughs> of getting Jack to take off the handcuffs and give him the badge and and let him play the role of the uh, of the F, of the FBI while he's sort of the minion. I mean, that was definitely the relationship part. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't it, it wasn't a thing that was trying to directly influence Jack or challenge Jack's personal um, issues. It was really much more something that was countering countering the objective problems they were running into in the overall story. We need we need food we need money to eat. You know, clearly retrospectively Jack John had it all along, but he wasn't about to let him know that. Um, everybody seem okay with that assignment? I don't mind the assignment, but um, for further explanation of manipulation as a as a relationship, um, uh, is are there examples where we see more of Jack being involved in dysfunctional thinking or the manipulation? The, the, so that in this relationship, if you want to look at the relationship as an entity. Um, we should have both of these parties involved in it and not just one receiving all the manipulation. Well, I think you have, I mean, sure, you have it at the beginning. Well, there's the you lie to me first, you lie to me first argument, which is both of them, right? There's yeah. the Nero saying, I promise, you know, promise you won't, you won't turn, you'll let me go. I promise I'll let you go. I, That's the other direction. Right. 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 And it, and the thing is, it's a dance. So it's not. You may have someone who leads most of the time and someone who follows most of the time, but the steps can change, and you can swap leads. Although very often, sometimes that doesn't happen. The next you know. question that I have on manipulate on um, the relationship storyline is that um, is 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 it. So, so between the two parties, they form a relationship and, and they do their dance. But can can we also look for proof of the relationship in how the outside world looks at we? Not really. Okay. It's, I mean, that's not that's not. A, see, the we is the inside view of the group, and the they is the outside view of the group. Okay. And so, I mean, you can have. You mean how you express it can be done in any way you want. So sure, you could have someone commenting on the two of them. I didn't see anything like that in this movie, but you, I could easily have seen one of the the mobsters or the other fugitive, yeah, the other fugitive retriever commenting on, you know, boy, you two are getting really buddy buddy or whatever. You know, that easily could have been thrown in. I think they didn't want to do that because I I think that would have made it would have made it too easy it would have brought it too much attention to us to, to our attention to be objective about what's going on whereas by not doing that then it doesn't make the the manipulation quite as obvious 
And I think that was one of the things that you were, you, Chris, you were mentioning before we started that you had a problem with, is that the um, John character, the accountant character, just seemed to be too not square. He just seemed to be uh, phony. Well, he, 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 it seemed that in service of the plot, he had to become sort of strangely surpassive, uh, given that this need is to survive. Uh, and it, you know, I mean, that, that was, I mean, that was the only weakness I, I saw. In but I'd say the one place that, it, it, as an influence character, he, he played that, embodied that. I agree. But I don't think in the relationship. In the relationship, it was, I think he was far more um, effective in terms of being able to move the conversation or, or get his way with Jack. I mean... The, I agree. And, and so that's, there was a distinct feeling difference when he was just looking at the influence character and his weird... And, and the accountant being just so passively, you know, bland... Until the very end, when when it, he really just reveals, oh, it's completely all an act. It's it's that is not who I am, or it's if I am, but it's only a very it's a facet, and it's not me. It's me as a way to influence you. That's that I. This is the way I can, the most effective way that I could influence my captor, is by you know, taking this, you know, taking this, making this argument, and and it was effective. And it turns out he's not a clean, goody goody accountant. He's he didn't give all the money away. All these things that he had said that made him appear to be a certain kind of a person probably aren't true. <laughs> he probably is as dirty as the other guy, but you don't know. You know, and that's that's I think why the end is it goes from sort of being kind of black and white, and the end is very grayish. You know where might where the world might go after the story, where the you know the accountant isn't all you know he clearly has other things that he doesn't that that Jack has no clue about. Um, far more depth to him than he was playing. And that Jack was now sort of a little little sullied himself for all the stuff, all the illegality he had to do to get him to the point where he could get his man and bring him in, but then he chooses not to. So he lets a, I don't know if he's a convicted felon or whatever, but somebody who's probably not convicted because he's still out on bail. Um, but an accused... Uh, embezzler and mob uh, mob aff affiliate lets him go. So you know it's which of course could always come back and haunt Jack. In the real world, it would, but you know this is that's a different story. Okay, so now when did they stop making thousand dollar bills? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A, a while ago, and I think even at that time they were not very, they weren't in um, use much. But primarily, they stopped 
that and $500 bills, primarily because they were uh, of the um, sophistication of duplication now. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to duplicate them. I mean, maybe yeah. they'd have to... And if you have to, if $100 bills are really the largest denomination, then if you're going to deal with a lot of money, that's a lot, it takes up a lot of say, yeah, you know, space. A large bill, large bill like that can only be used in criminal activity. I mean, right. Who would use it? So once you could have electronic transfers between banks, right, that pretty you much disappeared. Need to take bills yeah. to uh, adjust the accounts. Right. Right. Exactly. So, um, but even at that time, I don't think there were really there were not many, and they were on their way out. Yeah. Yeah, from bank to bank, but that's probably about the only place. Um, okay. So now let's move down to concern level. Anybody have any suggestions for where either the overall story is or the main character? Or if I start those. Mm-hmm. Well, well, then everyone seems to want to get their hands on somebody. So the, the OS to me is just obtaining okay. everyone's perspective. They, you know, team, yeah, everyone wants the mobster, the bill jumper. The money. The money. You know, even the respect. The one guy is like, hey, don't forget me. Like, he's just after a little something, too. Um, you know, there's a lot of... Uh, and, and the mobsters want to kill the guy. So right. So that's, yeah, that's loss. Yeah. An active loss. So that would put the main oh, character concerned about the future. Mm-hmm. And then the phobic. And so, Sandy? <laughs> um, at, well, the thing I like the most uh, is um, for the uh, impact character. Oh. Uh, in, under innermost desires, closure and denial. I mean that you know. Talk about it. Mm-hmm. That 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 is so much of what he how he is personally impacting uh, the you know Jack. Yeah, the arguments um, he's making to Jack. Yeah. It's so much about closure and denial. Um, but what about the future for the main character? Well, again, he's he he's trying to leave his past. I I I, kind of, I hope that the past becomes the uh, the benchmark uh, because that's you know he needs to leave his past behind so he can move forward into the future. But he is you know his personal goal is to get out of his job and to you know make a new future for himself. Um, and uh, and that's what he needs to do, and that's where his motivation lies. Um, so. Um, you know. Then what about the relationship concern of changing one's nature? Well, the relationship certainly... Uh, um, the relationship itself changes a great deal from beginning to end. And, you know, we kept talking about, you know, what was it exactly? Are they captor captive? Well, they have, yes, but they're, are they buddies? Well, not really, but they kind of become buddies. And, you know, and by the end they become friends. So that definitely describes the relationship. Well, and at the end, the relationship's over. It has changed. It's dead. No, no, it's yeah. not. The relationship isn't over. They may split, but that doesn't necessarily remove the relationship. They never see each other in the next life. Yeah, the next that's life. what they say. Because mm-hmm. they know that they're not. They really can't <clears throat> see each other again without mm-hmm. lots of problems. Right. Um, I have a question with regards to main character 
future. Um, is, 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 would it be okay to talk about, even, even though it's not part of his personal goal, um, but he's always concerned about how things are going to end. He is, I've come this far, I've got to get to Los Angeles. Um, uh, and and is, is for like three quarters or Yeah, that more. that's the future. That's, right, and so that's okay to use those, even though really that's part of the OS story. Yeah, it's the OS story. Well, but for future for him, I think yeah, it's, it's a lot better if you if you limit it to looking at the coffee shop thing. I mean, you know, where do I? I need to get. I want to get. I want to get out of this business so that I can just get into a normal life. Mm-hmm. That's my my future is that my goal in the future is, is to have is to be away from all this stuff and someplace quiet and. And 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 and, 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 and implicitly meet another woman, you know, that he can fall in love with and marry. Implicitly, that's not mentioned, but it's. Uh, I I think you're implying way too much. Well, I, mean, I don't think that's there. Inferring that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, we so with the, with the concern of future, because um, I think that the coffee shop is only mentioned like maybe three or four times. Which is enough. Which is enough. Okay, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> okay. Once an act is pretty much all, all you need. Okay. You know. And it, but he's desperate to get that money to, to, yeah, yeah, to, no, I, to I get agree. paid. But and the money represents getting out of this business. Right. Yeah. He wasn't that desperate though, because I mean, the Duke offered to pay him off. No, but he's got he his, he's he has his 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 moral code. Yeah, I mean, and that would be. I mean, also. <clears throat> the the duke you know the the duke is connected to the mob and the mob is the reason he lost his job and doing anything that's going to be be directly tied to to benefiting well, and, it, and that relates to the to the, the thematic issues underneath that you know choice and uh, delay and openness and preconception so. Yeah, all that's in all that's in play, but um, but on the more thematic level. But yeah. it's interesting that that it that happens quite early in the film, and then it's not dealt with. I mean, it disappears as an option, whereas it could it could reemerge again. I mean, if Duke has the money in the beginning, he's got the money at the end to to pay the sort of ransom to get him out of being turned into the bondsman. And it, it seems that, you know, they they avoid that so that you can have this uh, this ending at the end. I mean, that doesn't, he says that, that, that disappears as a solution. He says in halfway through the movie when they boarded the freight train, you know, I can pay you. That's the first time De Niro... Uh, Isn't in the car? Aren't they in the car? Jack, I, I thought it was in the apartment in New York. When well, that's when they, that's the first time. Yeah, yeah. the first time. But, but the he says, I won't... The Duke accuses him of just being about the money. And on the freight train, he says, I wish you'd stop saying that. Yeah. Because I, mean, I turned down a million dollars. Right, that's where he references the the, um, the mob is that also, offering a million dollars. Is that also evidence of him being linear, too? That he that has that moral code and won't cross that? No. Okay. No, that, because that there's nothing linear about that at all because from a linear point of view if he's trying to personally achieve something getting the money might achieve that but 
I think that's where you get the thematics, and it's like I don't want any. I want I want it on my own terms. I don't want because that's what I got screwed for. I wanted to to be honest and do everything on my own terms, and I lost everything. So now that I have control of my life, I want it on my own terms. I want to do it fair and square. I don't want to, you know. And my job is bring this guy into the jail. That's my job. I have a contract. You know, so I think that that's that's why he's he's sort of set himself up, tied it up nicely, so that he doesn't have to worry about. It. And it's a significant amount of money, enough that it and that's clean money that he can do it without having to worry about it, as opposed to all the others come with strings. You know, we're dealing with dirty dirty money. Um, which he doesn't want to do. And that's kind of when you get to the end, the importance of it not coming before he's made that decision and not come before the... The story is over completely before that little little bump happens, you know, the little payola. But it's already already done. He's, not, he's let him go and he's let go of the, his past. Yeah. Um, he disappears and, before he... And he kind of actually... Actually, I think he let go... He sort, of, he sort of lets go of his future or embraces his future without conditions, you know, whatever you, you want to say it. He's sort of okay with wherever the future is going to take him at that point because he's not going to get the money as far as he's concerned and he's fine with that. You know, it's like, okay, I'm... I'm out of the biz. <laughs> um, okay, so... Still a concern, even if it takes a, you know, takes a different turn. Well, the story's over, so it's... The, and he's changed, and it's a, the, the story form is over, so it's no longer a concern. I mean, by definition, it's no longer a concern. Um, there may be another story that in which it is, but that's... We're, we're not going to be discussing that. All right. Um, so now let's go into the thematics. So if we're looking at the future, for, for the main character, we have openness, preconception, delay, and oh, choice. Oh, the benchmark is the past. Good. That's what I wanted. And that's <laughs> very good. And the forewarnings. So you have uh, oh, the bad God. guy. Oh, yeah. The bad guy. Because that really comes up right at the computation between him and Serrano. Yeah. So that's quite nice. Dividends of the future. So you've got the money and his future is set. Maybe. Again, the story is sort of over, but the money could sort of fit that, even though it's... Well, the dividends applies to the overall story more. Yeah, more. Yeah, that's right. That's true. But, um, but, you know, the monster's put away. Um, And ostensibly, the accountant's no longer being hunted. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they don't need him as a witness, so his value is not as as great. So not everybody's hunting him. But, you know, so he yeah. it's it's potentially it's a, high, it's a yeah, brighter future. Right. Um, so we have openness, delay, preconception, choice. Do any of them or any pair of them stand out more so than the others for the main character? No. Okay. So let's look. Up, let's go over and look 
at our overall story. Wait, uh, maybe, maybe preconception. Okay, well let's look at our let's look at the overall story. Um, we've got approach, attitude, and self-interest and morality as the issues for the overall story. Well, I, I do think self-interest versus morality, choosing the between two pairs, that's the one that stands out. Yeah, self-interest yeah. and morality. Yeah, as I said, this is kind of a <laughs> boringly classic 1980s story form. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. But very well done. What? Mm-hmm. You just satisfied with Sulawik. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, ah, it's such a mamby-pamby. Um, <laughs> so let's look down at the elements then. Does everybody, does everybody agree, more or less, that yeah, so focus yeah. morality can fine, so we don't need to discuss that. All right, so now we've got, in self-interest, we have pursue, avoid, control, and uncontrolled. And in morality, we have faith, disbelief, conscience, and temptation. Um, remember, we're in the overall story on this one. I think there's a lot of temptation. Take the money, right. take the money. Conscience is a little bit of, hey, uh, just let the FBI, let us have it, because we've been working on it for a long time. Um, Pursuit and avoid are, like, Jump off the page. Yeah. Well, pursue, avoid, control, uncontrolled. Even control, uncontrolled. Um, I think, if basically, if you think uncontrolled is free. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know. The problem is, I, I agree. Constant, I think conscience temptation belongs more in the subject of story. Right. I, I just don't see where faith and disbelief apply to the overall. No. Um, yeah, but, you know, it's in the counterpoint. Okay. <laughs> no, it's it like, is. Is the point Yeah, no, it is. It is in the counterpoint, right? Yeah. In, in the, uh, the thematic counterpoint. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think. I mean, is this kind of getting down to the really boring, <laughs> boring, most boring uh, of story forms? Um, so, is the problem pursue, avoid, control, or uncontrolled? So, which which pair is the problem solution, and which is the symptom and direction? What do we see the most? So is it control is a problem, pursue is a problem, avoidance is a problem, uncontrolled is a problem, or which one seems like well, one, the problem? One's a problem, one. Which one seems like the problem? See, I'm going to uncontrolled or avoid, but one's a symptom and one's a problem. Mm-hmm. Right, so which uh, one seems to be the problem, but it actually I isn't? Avoid as, as, as everyone sees avoidance as a symptom and response is to pursue. And that leaves the other two is whatever they come up with. Mm-hmm. Well, if the pro- oh oh, that's interesting. You're saying it's free in the end. So uncontrolled. This is the right. This is the overall story, and it's a failure story, which would mean uncontrolled would be either the problem or the symptom. I guess it would be the problem because you've got. Here is a witness who is not in jail. Mm-hmm. He's out running around free. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And that's what the problem is. Mm-hmm. Now, it's so funny because I was gonna, I was thinking about the main character thing. I was wondering if his was, I'm tired of my life being controlled by Serrano, which is why he's in this job and why he has this specific job. It's all a... But Serrano's... But it's but, but, but it's, it's the fact that he was he was not in control of his own life. 
He, he, yeah, he, um, well, that's a good question because you're right. He, he would not, he would not go on the payroll. Um, but then he tried, you know, he, but he took this job to control his life. I took this job so I would control my life. So, and so he, so he has a problem with, well, hmm. he would have a problem with control. Keeping in mind that his, his problem is, is internal. Right. So, um, uh, well, let's look at Jack. Let's just that would be, you know what, though? That might be his symptom, but his response is to control. I have this job to control. Well, let's just let's look. Okay, so we have um, control, uncontrolled, help, and hinder. Yeah, there's so much help, and, there's so much hinder in the story. It's got to fall somewhere. Um, or control, uh, pursue, avoid, support, oppose. Hmm. Well, okay. I mean, I, he has a lot of preconceptions about I the other guy. Well, yeah, and one of the things about preconception <coughs> I think is it's stubbornness. Um, and he seems he's very pretty stubborn, stubborn character. And and a, a symptom of hinder what he what what he sees as um, being his problem is, is people hindering him. Um, so I think that fits as what as a, as a symptom. Um, yeah, because I think that the gun control mm-hmm. is the problem. Right. For him. But, for well, uh, no, but also for the overall story. Well, I agree, the, but I'm trying I'm trying to I'm trying to make it fit into the main character problem. Well, well, that makes the symptoms avoid avoidance or prevent. You know, run, you know, people start trying to stop him, and, and as a protagonist, yes. yeah, and and the you know the response is to run, he, run after him. And he does. You know, yeah. I mean, it's that's why everybody's trying to stop him, and he's got to he keeps on pursuing, taking the fugitive, you know, the, to you know back to L.A. And I think mm-hmm. in freedom. The, the freedom, everybody, basically the bad guy's free to roll around. Everybody seems to be free to run around when they shouldn't be. And, I mean, he's included, you know, he's running around playing a, you know, with, with uh, the FBI's... Uh, stealing stuff. Right. And only once, um, once he, the, the guy is brought back, John is brought, the accountant is brought back and put in prison and control, will it be ended success? Well, it's a failure story, so that never happens. Mm-hmm. So how does his main character change? Control is the solution? Uh, because basically he took this job, so he had no, there are no constraints on him. He could do whatever he wanted, and really what he wants, though, he wants to come get control back in his life. Well, this is argument I was making earlier. Pardon? This is argument I was making earlier. Right. right, but that's why. Isn't he focused on the fact that he doesn't have control, and so he's trying to break free of all the restraints that are on him? I don't think so. I think that that's the argument I was just making too. I I don't see why this isn't just Rain Man, where it's like pursuit is the problem and avoidance is the solution. This whole thing is just pursuing this coffee dream and getting this guy to the place. I mean, I could see. Avoid be the problem more yeah, than than I don't see pursue as the problem. I think avoidance because again you got someone running away who's constantly running away no. who's trying to stay out of out of um, you know you get, remember the problem is the escaped fugitive not 
the main the oh. protagonist who is running after him all the time. But wait, but um, wouldn't the problem be that straight pursuing? Wouldn't the problem be that he gets him pretty quickly in New York, right? And but it gets screwed up because other people keep pursuing it. Marvin is put on the chase and that screws things up. The FBI right. goes on the chase, that screws things it's, up. It's him, and then that's that's Hinder. That's speaking to Hinder a great you know. Uh, his his goal as protagonist keeps getting hindered and hindered and hindered. But, that, but we don't have hinders now. No, hinders not. That's main character, not not. Uh, I'm role. saying like everyone keeps the, what keeps happening is every and if you look at the airport scene, right at the end, everyone is pursuing their goal at that point, which mm-hmm. is why that almost gets screwed up. Um, Marvin shows up to when when. When they're in Amarillo, it, the only reason it Amarillo. keeps going is because the mafia is there pursuing him, and um, so is Marvin. But that also could be that they're trying to take it under control. They're well, let's control the let's then let's try. Let's let's. I assure you that. But then we're okay. Now we have we have a difference of is the problem pursuer is the problem avoid. And you guys are saying you think that the problem for the main character and the overall story is pursue? That's what I think, yeah. And mostly because of the relationship. So the symptom then becomes support, and response is opposed. I don't know how you don't have a story about a guy who is pursuing, trying to get his million dollars, and then at the end, he just gives it up. It's the same women thing. It's like, yeah. Right, very similar. And the, and the part and about we have. Yeah, and then that to me is everybody trying to get the money and trying to break free, all that stuff. But that's the relationship story isn't religious story, then isn't it conscience? No, it's not. No. Oh, because it's a failure story. Right. Oh, well then, actually, then... Well, then wait, uh, go, 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 change it, but influence character, um, that was cool. Alright, let's just, let's just, Jim is playing, he has an idea, so we will let, let him do it. So you're saying what you want in the relationship... Conscience, conscience, conscience. as the problem? Yeah. In the relationship. Temptation that gives us control and control, um, and then that puts us back to pursue and avoid as a symptom response. And then control and control that is main character logic and feeling, conscience and temptation. Oh, yeah, to give in the temptation to all right, hold on a sec. The overall story. Uh, oh, that puts us in the faith and disbelief. Uh, that's why. What, what if, what that's, if conscience, what if conscience that doesn't, that doesn't really work. Can you, can you go back and pick uncontrolled to the problem in the OS and look at the relationship? I'm sorry? Can you go back and pick uncontrolled in the OS for the problem? Where's our... It's in the top. Uh, you're in the IC. Yes. And I'm thinking... If you pick uncontrolled well, un- as the problem, oh, then you end up with... There. With temptation as the as the symptom, so you, you know, if we if you pick control as the problem, then you will end up with temptation as a subjective story symptom. 
Overall, uh, mm. where are you talking? What domain? Okay, go right there. Just pick uncontrolled as the um, as the problem. Yeah. Now, she wasn't that my first yeah. choice. Now, now, now go now go back to the relationship from life. And then you have, at least you have temptation and response. Temptation conscience as a, you know, something response. Hmm? I don't, I don't see control for him, but... Then we have, let's see, denial as the IC issue, okay. Mm -hmm. Then you have, cons okay, consider, okay, consider, reconsider. That's interesting. Pursue and avoid. No. Yeah. Um... Okay. And then you have hinder as a okay. I could see hinder as a symptom for him personally. How? Because uh, you know <clears throat> everything just keeps getting in his way. Uh, both, both as a pro, both, actually both as a protagonist, but also as a, as a as a as well, a main character. Main character. Yeah, no, yeah, but as a main character, it's you know his his you know. Uh, uh, well, there's all the, the crap that happened in his past yeah. that's hindering him, and then he goes over to his ex-family to get help. Right. And it's it's, it's kind of light through the whole story, right? Anyway. Let, me, um, let me bring up the uh, story engine. It seems like that's what's going on. Cool. So we can get a little more gestalt of it. Well, one thing that I did is I went into the main character signposts. <laughs> yes. And we're left with signpost four being the future or the present. Which I decided that would be the present, because he seems very much in the moment at that point. Um, not For the main character? Yeah. And that forces uncontrolled or avoid, which is, I know was the original two anyway, so I feel like that's pretty good. And then the IC has an issue of denial or hope, and I don't see hope at all. There, for some question. I, 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 that can be argued, I think that's good. Um, the IC has what? Well, denial, it, it limits the IC issue to denial or hope. And... Well, denial, I think, works fine for the IC. That's what I'm saying. But then, then you get uncontrolled as the OS problem. Um, with that actor, we also have reconsider. Sorry, what? Oh, right. All right. As a steadfast character, Brad, you know, he is. There's yeah, if it, that was with with that signpost order of ending I mean, you, in the you, future. I mean, you could. I mean, you could easily argue that you know. As um, main I mean, character. Past comes up, or roughly in the. That's when he goes to see the signpost. That's when he goes to see his family. Yeah. Yeah. The, the signpost one, the present, he, uh, you know. Uh, no, I think signpost four of the future actually works a little better because he's, you know, he's he's step he's he's stepping out of the airport and it's sort of like his his future is like, uh, you know, a tabula rasa, you know, and and he's okay with that. And uh, uh, whereas the signpost one of the present is when he's. He's doing his job right in here and now. And he's, you know, he's turning, turning the bounty in. He's collecting on, and and, uh, you know, and and he's just he's just doing his job. 
Um, but when when the money comes up, the 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 offer comes up, then he can't resist. You know, uh, then that that speaks to his concern. Where it's like, oh, okay, with like a hundred thousand dollars, I can create a new future for myself. Um, that's on the concern level. So um, I, I think that's, I think that's a good. Which choices do you have in the master in the? Um, I chose the problem is uncontrolled in the overall story, not the. Uh, okay. That's something weird. Well, just just clear it and set the. You know, there are very few choices you have to make, <laughs> or lock the ones you don't want changed, and. I call it success. Oh yeah, that would not work. That would. <laughs> but, hmm. Hmm. Definitely not a success story. All right. I, 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 here's the thing. I could. I. I could. I mean, you know, Jim wanted to flip. You know, control and uncontrolled, and looking at everything lined up, I. I could see an argument for. I mean, things will still. Everything else pretty much lines up, but like you flip, conscious and temptation. You, you flip uh, because when you're in a relationship... Finish the sentence. I'm, you oh, keep well, on I interrupting can't. a thought with another thought and another <laughs> thought and another thought. So I, I've yet to hear a complete thought. So you're saying flip what with what? Well, if you flip um, conscience and temptation as, well, as symptom and response in a relationship... Well, then I'd have to do... Then you have to... Wait, hold on. I'd have to change this to control. For that to make any sense, and then you could okay. Where in terms of in the relationship, sparks fly when you know uh, uh, John keeps appealing to his conscience. It's like don't you know don't do that. You know you're you're bugging me, and uh, um, and so the response is you know shut the fuck up and you know all that sort of thing. Um, and you, you could make an argument for control as the problem in the OS story because problems happen when, when uh, uh, you know, when, 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 some, when something is trying to be controlled that shouldn't be controlled. Well, in other words, or, or, or imprisoned, or handcuffed, or, you know, or, uh, you know, in, in his own personal backstory, if he can't, you know, he would not be controlled. So well, I, okay, I think a better way to think of that would be, you look at the problem of control as that when, when the, the Jack as fugitive retriever has things under control, that's when everything goes, because he remember he reports in, I've got him, we're going to be here or we're right here, then it leads to all sorts of crap because everybody's looking, you know, everybody comes in and then the next thing they have to do is they got to try to find, find a way to escape. You know, oh, I mean, every single time, you know, suddenly like they get trapped and in the, they try to get, they start getting controlled and it just, um, the only way they can get out of it is just run drive or whatever and that's how they are able to continue on is by playing it by the by ear at that point 
And then when he checks in again and says, okay, I got him, and we're right here, and then sort of repeat action, right? And ultimately, um, now, it says the solution, though, would be uncontrolled. So how do you, how does that, it's a failure story, so how does that play out? Oh, that's a good point. Um, you know, the argument I just made is going, it was essentially going by what it looks like as opposed to what it really is. Because I think it's really, the problem is, it appears like it's controlled, but it's not. Because there is no control happening. He has them in captivity, but everybody knows about it. Which means it's, 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 out, of, it's, it's really out, out of control. Right. And then um, only when he then is able to take him and control him by himself again, mm-hmm. does it really calm down. Right. I think that that works better. Now, the Persona Void worked fine too. Um, you know, we were we were doing this for the conscience and temptation, and I'm not certain that that. I mean, there's an argument. There's a good argument in the relationship throughline because it does come up a lot. And he, but he seems to be talking more conscience and the. It seems more like the influence character throughline rather than the main character throughline mm-hmm. to me. Because it doesn't look like he was manipulating him. It, 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 it was, he was, in other words, he was legitimately appealing to his conscience. Right. As, as opposed to playing a role there. Right. I mean, that's what it seemed like to me. Mm-hmm. In which case, it may not be, conscience may not be the, uh, uh, one of the dynamic, one of the stru- structure. It may just be how he's written. Or his character, his overall story character, you know, might be just emphasized. Well, still, it becomes, it, it, either way, with, whether we go control or uncontrol is the OS problem. But temptation are going to show up in the relationship story, it's just whether or not it's a symptom or response. So, I thought, that, that, I thought we were like debating about pursuit of wood and whether or not that would give you conscience and temptation. Right, that's, that's where I was actually going to go. I said, the alternative would be going back to the pursue avoid as the problem and solution and mm-hmm. controlled and uncontrolled as the symptom and response. And then that the pursue and avoid would then yeah, but then that gives us um, faith and disbelief as a Yeah, as faith a and disbelief just don't seem to fit in here. Yeah. Do you I mean I don't For which through line? For the Any through line? Any through line, but the relationship—that's what we're talking about right now—is the relationship is is kind of, The uh, Jack is kind of skeptical about uh, Duke's whether he's a good person or not. Symptom is well. I mean, there, I guess there is a certain amount. I I don't you know. Mm. Where where did faith? Well, do we like we we do like self-interest as the as the issue? Uh, or are we? Is there a chance that the whole thing, like the whole overall story, main character is switched? Maybe that's why it seems weird. Not with the, the amount of activity going on in the overall story. I just this like doesn't none of these feel right at all. And like usually there's one that's like, oh yeah, that's it. And, like right. 
it's so odd. Well, one, well of the, one of the situations where you might have to OS is that <clears throat> is that you know if that the bail jumper is out and about is the problem. If he once he gets put back in place, this is the universal lineup. Maybe, but, but I just wonder if there's some higher problem. Usually we do it, you know, it's like, just having the benchmark. He must be free. Uh, having a benchmark in the past. But that, that, that would be fine. Actually, that would have been the story form that I thought that the commercial, that the trailer was That's telling me. But the amount of all the different kinds of activities that are gone with with the mob and the other fugitive retriever and the, the, uh, the FBI, the FBI, yeah, yeah. they're just you know the planes, trains, and automobiles. I mean, there's just way lots of you know of activities going on. Yeah, and and if this was a comedy, it would absolutely be a and, and the. To say physics domain, it would absolutely be in the activity domain. It's, it is a comedy, isn't it? If it was a physical comedy. Oh, uh, right. It's it's well, it the o, oh, the OS uh, no the OS is a drama for the yeah. most part. Yeah. Light light drama on the edge right. of comedy. The, the relationship is the comedy. Yes. Yeah. Most of the relationship. Yes. That's where you get the the levity. But the OS is, for the most part, is played kind of straight with a little bit of humorous running around. But I mean, when there's the snipers are shooting, it's not a it's not a laugh riot, <laughs> you know. So um, no, it's light, but it's not a it's not. Ah, he just got killed, you know. No, there's real consequence. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it is dramatic, and. So I, I, it just seems like it's just too heavily, um, from a domain point of view, it just seems so, so obviously that. And he is not, he, he as a fugitive retriever is an activity. Him personally, he's kind of stuck in the past. You know, he's stuck with his history and he's trying to get out of it by securing his future. I mean, that's, that's a, Really simple description that you could just <clears throat> see it right in the movie without. No, but it's like looking at his constantly looking at his watch is such a. He is judging everything by how much he looks at his watch. You know, like that. Yeah, because you have a time limit. No, no, but like he's looking at his watch because it, it in his in his main character thing is because it's a representative of holding on to his past. Yeah, which is why it's got to be the benchmark. Yeah, right, because that's he's judging it. Right. Yeah. Seeing his his kids too. Yeah, I mean the past as a, as the benchmark is perfect for him. Yeah. I mean there's no that I think we're all really good with that. Now we're just getting down into the well let's look at the other let's let's look at the other um possibilities then where we you know we're automatically going into the the normal one. Let's look at the ones that are not. So if we look at our main character Let's just zoom in and uh, actually, rather than the main character, I think the strongest is the overall story. I really do. I think we see more overall story in relationships than we do main character. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So we have, you know, consider, reconsider logic and feeling, pursue, avoid, control, and uncontrolled, which just. I mean that to me is really strong with the 
the idea that he's a prisoner, an escaped prisoner, and then everybody wants him. Mm-hmm. Um, faith, disbelief, conscience, and temptation. Not an overall story. No, and support, oppose, help, and hinder. I mean, I mean there's a lot. There's well. It doesn't. I mean, everybody seems to be working in their self-interest. Even the FBI is concerned with their own self-interest. I mean, the fact that they're they want him. They don't want him to go back to jail (laughs) because they want him for their own their own purposes. It seems very odd to me that they were like, we'd rather him be out and about. Well, they don't want him out and about. They want him. Basically, under their, under their control, hidden away, so he could testify and then disappear. But they didn't. Did they know where he was at the beginning of the movie? No. So no. that's what I'm saying. They're just shown as to be really inept, which is why that one comment he said about uh, about him being the FBI being missing or what was the the joke? And he made he made a comment about who 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 Jack makes a comment. Uh, about uh, to the FBI guy who he's been impersonating about facing oh, him. Not right. the, so when are they going to come after you for impersonating yes, the FBI? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> I mean, they just are really dogging the FBI in this. Right. Yeah. What well, should we be looking at doing? Doing. Are you going to do that? Doing the uh, minute with skills and experience? I thought about that a little bit too. That would bring Jack the. I don't think problem. so. I, don't think I, I really so, don't think so because it's it's all about catching this guy. Okay. Everybody wants the accountant. Everybody in the story wants the accountant. Right. And it's not that they're going to start doing something with him. They well, just want to. Here's another argument for the goal: is he's caught early. The problem is they all wanted to control what it happens to him. Right. So that would be that control, that would make control the problem. Because if they were okay with him merely being um, arrested, right, the movie would, wouldn't go, it wouldn't go. Like everyone wants to control what happens. Okay, right? so it, this, that argument is the same as the pursue argument, yeah. more or less? Yeah. Stat argument? Huh? The, the stat argument? No, that no the control argument. Oh, okay, that argument. Because um, if you wanted to make that same thing with the pursuit, it's like, okay, they're running after him, right? Well, then the only way to survive is to avoid him. Mm-hmm. You know, and. Well, because if everybody's pursuing, which is part of the problem. I mean, it starts off, that even starts off before the movie begins when two people are going after the same, uh, mm-hmm. the same runner. You know, and that causes the conflict between him and the uh, what's this? One, what's the other one? Marvin. Marvin. But I think I think control is a stronger argument because it because of the capturing thing. Yes, I'm saying that. Anyway, I'm I'm with you. I think control is a strong. So if let's go, just let's look at the let's look at control and look at the entire the entire story form. So the, and now this is going to be the problem or the symptom. I think it's the problem. So how do you explain the end? I, I don't right now. That's the problem. That is the problem. Whereas if you have if you have pursuit as the problem, 
and control being the the symptom. You can end it on pursue, because he's still technically being pursued, mm-hmm. but particularly by the bail bondsman. It's just the protagonist is given up on pursuing. So can we see Whereas as the control thing, that kind of goes against, right. he, by letting him go, that sort of says it's a success story, and that's not correct. Right. No. Um, so but isn't it sort of emotionally correct? I mean, that it, it, it's it, it's the it, it, it may not fit into orthodoxy, but it's it's what gives the audience satisfaction. You certainly don't want that that uh, Jack um, John delivered to the bail bonds. You become it. He becomes the ta- his freedom is sort of the talisman of whether our our hero is. Has, has has matured and become a self-realized character? Right. But that's the difference between outcome and judgment. Outcome is the logistical right. judgment, which is good, That's that we already have that. We already have the fact that the main character, who is basically, is changed, and as part of that, releases him because he no longer needs the job and all that stuff, and is t- basically is getting rid of his past, that is why the fugitive is released. But that's not the overall story. That's not the logistical argument as to was, in fact, the goal met. No. He was not brought, brought back by midnight. The midnight run was not successful. It was aborted. Right. And that would be the goal. That would be the success. So, 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 so Chris, yes. if, if control is the symptom, how is the response of uncontrolled the way that they are all trying to yeah, deal with conflict right. for, the, for the movie? Breaking free. Yeah, everybody wants them. Every, everybody is trying to get them away from uh, from Jack. Right. Jack is controlling him. Everybody's trying to break him away from Jack, including John. Okay. And when that happens, it's it, it's only well no actually the uh, the uncontrolled is the is the because I don't feel like they're trying to break the break. No, uncontrolled uncontrolled would be let's try uncontrolled as the symptom. Let me just try this because we did it as the okay so this is problem huh. So this is what I started with earlier. Yeah. Control because this would this would certainly having uncontrolled as a symptom okay. and avoidance the problem would satisfy the end of the story being a failure because it's still ending and prevented or avoiding going to jail mm-hmm. as opposed to pursuing. Right. Um, so that is okay. So let's just look at the ramifications of that. Because that was the one thing that was not lining up before. All right, so we have the overall story is a domain of activity, concern of obtaining, everybody wants the fugitive, everybody wants the accountant. Concern with self-interest, everybody is trying... is looking out for their own self-interest, whether it's the FBI, the accountant, the mob, the bondsman, 
the competitive bonds, bail bondsman and the bond, bail bond owner um, and, and his associate in there and everybody else. Um, that's very clear. A problem of avoidance, ultimately the source of the problem is that the accountant has avoided being captured and brought back to um, jail. Okay. And has avoided everybody else, too. Yeah. Also, Jack, once he's with Jack, they keep avoiding the FBI. They, they keep avoiding, off, yeah. They, keep getting, they get off the train early. They aren't on the plane. They keep avoiding mm-hmm. everybody, also, which keeps the story alive. Run away from right, right. But, and because it ultimately, it's, yeah, it's a, everybody, they're constantly running away from everybody. Everybody. Yeah. They're avoiding everybody. Um, as the protagonist, he's the, he's the one leading the effort toward that. Okay, but the symptom of uncontrolled means the problem is when the, um, the, uh, when the, the, oh, the accountant is loose, and so everybody's trying to get control. The, the solution is to try to capture him. And all the different parties are trying to capture him, including Jack. And then then it all they either they get they get captured, but then all hell breaks loose and they manage to escape and then everybody that, that all the problem is again introduced again. And that cycle goes over and over and over. Ultimately the End of the story is such that these other threads that are not the main part of the story, they get resolved out, but the avoidance issue comes down to, looks like we're right on the tip of being able to get this guy, continue the pursuit to put him into jail, the job, the contract, whatever you want to say, and he decides to give that up and allows him to, you know, continue to avoid um, jail time or, you know, whatever it is. And would uncontrolled then also be everyone is free to listen in on the phone call? Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's just what, what appears to be a controlled system is really just wildly open. Yeah. You know, everybody knows about it. Chris? Yes. Where I'm lost in this is how can the problem not be the pursuit and the solution not be avoidance? I mean, because he captures them right away. I know, but the, the body of the... I, I, I get the, the first idea that he's... that our, our, our Jack, is, our John, I'm sorry, is avoiding everybody and, and the solution is that he, he, he gets it, right? He, he captures it. But from that point on... No, now remember, now the problem is the source. But most of the story is going to be about the symptoms. The symptom response. Got it. Okay. I mean, the source is what continues to motivate the accountant wanting to leave. Right. Wanting to be afraid. And the mob wanting to stay out out of jail. And the, you know, everybody has this... Can can you help me with solution? How, How? Well, the solution never happens. So the, the, the solution of pursue yeah. really never 
it never really um, is able to take place. Um, they, if if particularly when it comes down to oh look we if I we just pursue this which he has at the last act it's really kind of the avoid pursue thing the choice is really obvious at that point I can take him in pursue my you know again clearly I go I finish off what I've been running after all this time or I let him free avoid prevent, whatever. And that's when he just says, I'm letting him go. But that's the only time it's a, a clear choice. Because before, his, he's, he has to get him across the country before he even has that choice. You know, and it's an issue of, do I have him or do I not? Do I have him? I, I have him? I don't have him. I have him? I don't have him. I have him? I don't have him. Because he gets them really fast. You know that's why it's a, that's why it's not a pursued story. He's not running running after him all the time. He has them all the time. Right. What is happening is is he has them, and then everybody else finds out about it, and it becomes a free for all until he's able to control them again, and then everything goes along fine until you know he loses them because everybody else you know who's trying to get in on it. Um, they're trying to, they are trying to hold him. You know, these others want to hold or kill him. They're trying to control his ability control to... Control and control makes a Right, and that's, what most, of the mo- and that's what most of the movie is about. Yes. And that, well, that's the one thing when you, we, we have the, the problem and solution are key to understanding how things resolve. But over the most of the story, you're not exploring those. You're really in the dealing with the, the symptom or response. Mm-hmm. Same way with the main character. <coughs> Pardon me. Especially a, a change main character. Most of the time you're going to be dealing with, he's going to be dealing with his symptom and response. He's not going to be aware of what's really driving him. So Jack is really going to be looking at um, oppose or support. Are you against me? Okay, or are you for me? You know, and... That's why he's got this issue with his boss, or who you know, he's like, I, you know, I don't. I think you're against me. Okay, now I've got you supporting me. Now I'll work for you. You know, and and he's mostly about that, but really underneath it, it's again this avoidance. I have to. I had to stay away from Chicago. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I have to stay away from my wife. I have to. You know, I, I'm just not. And how, deal and, with and how is the solution? I'm sorry. Yes, the solution for the main character about pursuit. Well, now by the end, he's like, you know, I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to run away anymore. I'm going to go after whatever it is that I want. And I'm not sure what I want now, but I'm going to go after it. I don't feel like I'm. I'm, I'm not running away. I'm running for. Okay. Yeah, Chicago is all about running away. And the change is now I'm going to run toward. Yeah, we don't really know what he's going to do. But no, we don't. We don't know, but he's free to. I mean, he's 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 adopted the option that I can now go towards something. That's a better way to look at the world, which is essentially the way that that the uh, accountant, that Jack Joe John, has constantly been sort of telling him. 
Why are you running away from this? Why are you avoiding this? Why are you, you know, denying this yeah, part of your also, life? There's also that. There's, also, there's tons of he won't even talk about the problem. He just avoids the answering the question. Right, right. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. You know, and he, he, there's one like crack about, you said yeah. when we became closer, you'd tell the problem is. Right? Which is a, it's a nice joke because it's true. Right. But it's all about, like, what he does is he doesn't want to stare his problem. Right. No, he, 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 he avoided it at all costs. Well, that's critical flaw denial. Nobody. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how does that hold back? How does that hold back yeah. solving the OS? Well, ultimately. Well, it holds him down personally. I get the argument. Um, um, well, remember, he's. I'll put it this way: right. if openness is right. what would allow him to have the story end in success. Right. Yeah, not right. So his his built his denial. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's denying the outcome of the. No, still, still, he, here, here's. But I, I will make an argument for openness because at least you know they're successful putting Serrano away, and to do that he has he does have to face this guy who is his personal nemesis. Right. And so the fact that he was open to doing that in order to right. you know accomplish you know his more immediate goal. Um, I think represents, you know, his ability to at least be open-minded to, you know, he, you know, he, he became open-minded to confronting his wife. He became, yeah. you know, open-minded to confronting Serana. Right. So, but when it comes to putting this guy away, it's like, no, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna do that. I gotta go, guys. Yeah. Sorry. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh. Yeah. See you soon. Looking forward to next month. Yeah, that'll be fun. Cool. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Um, so I have a question with regard to so unique ability, main character unique ability. Yes. Um, frequently gets you over to satisfying requirements um, to allow uh, uh, if the requirements are satisfied to allow for a success. Um, uh, you mean the the like the story requirements? Yes. That's not a direct connection. Uh, it's I, really I, toward the. I think that the, the the when you look at unique ability in the program under all the questions and then under usage it says unique ability goes towards fulfilling requirements. Right, but ultimately it's it, it's well, mostly valued in terms of its ability to help the overall story end in success. In a success, right? I mean, you right. can't have a success unless you met your requirements. And reach the story goal. Right. Yeah. right. So and that, that was going to be my question. Is you can meet all of your requirements that you set yeah. up no, and no. still fail. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Just the protagonist gives up. Right. So right. That, the protagonist. Right. So that's what his argument was too, right? That his openness to working with the FBI helps him achieve the requirements, right? Right. Exactly. But, but ultimately, he his openness to put himself personally on the spot. Yes. Yeah. Um, get get some get some there. But I think you can also look at the denial as he basically doesn't want to give his old boss the win. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, yeah. It's like no, I'm not gonna not gonna make it happen. You're free to go. You know. So I mean, it, it doesn't have to be. I mean, it could be something that's proactive, or it could be something that's attributed to him. But I think in this instance, it seems like it's an an 
open act of denial. <laughs> He's going to withhold yeah. that from well, it's also the overall story. The, the, the sort of technical denial you have of rejecting something that was, used to be considered true. In the beginning, they had this whole thing. Nobody's ever disappointed with working with me. Right? right, right. Which they just sort of, they just go, yes, that's true. And at the end, he's like, you're a lying son of a bitch. I'm no longer accepting that. I'm done. Right? So he right. gets it at that level, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now let's look at the relationship drawing. Uh, we've got fixed attitude, which we're, I'm sorry, that's the influence character. Influence character is fixed attitude. He's basically really opinionated. I think it's probably the easiest way of looking at him in terms of his effect on the main character. Um, innermost is concern of innermost desires. Who did you discuss that? Well, who is well, he's, yeah, he's, well, I discussed it in terms of the thematic elements underneath. But, uh, oh, yeah, hope. Well, he wants to be free. He's like phobic. <laughs> he's pretending to be phobic, right? Well, it, well, <clears throat> you do have the signposts of impulsive responses. You know, con- I mean, uh, they all, you know, contemplations is really strong. Memories is just in this, in the sense of he causes memories to come up. Right. Um, but um, even though I liked, I really liked denial as his issue, but I also like denial as his. Um, I'm sorry, closure as his uh, unique ability, um, but I, I actually I kind of I'm not sure about feeling logic, but I do like hope as the issue. Um, just he he never you know if you're just looking at him solo, not in the relation, not in the relationship. He never seems to give up hope that he's gonna yeah. get his yeah. way, get yeah. get stuff out of this. Right. He never gives up hope. That's you know kind of that that's kind of the, one of the odd things about him. Well, he, he never gives up hope. <laughs> his, his problem with his motivation to feeling goes to, I think, you really want to see your ex-wife. You're going to be a better person if you do this. Right. If you start connecting with people, yeah. you're going so, to be better. So he's also pushing on the inner, his innermost desire to have the, the, his ex-wife back. Yeah. Right. But everything yeah. he picks yeah. on, too, is, yeah. is you eat fried food because it tastes good, you smoke, yeah. but it's bad. Like, everything he picks on is, you know, is like an impulse thing. Um, but I think it really, I think it's motivating my feeling because that act, that eventually wins the day that he yeah. forms this friendship with this guy. And being set as character, he stays on on feeling. He stays on feeling. Okay, and, that's a good point. You know, yeah. Um, Ultimately, right. The friendship, the the feeling. Well, I think also the fact that he's got this really muted feel. You know, his feelings are very muted. Um, you know, they, he doesn't have a you know, which is what you're talking about. He has this sort of sense that he's you know, super passive, super mm-hmm. unemotional, so the few times when his feelings sort of seem to erupt, which of course are being used to, to get his way, um, they're very notable. Because for the most part, you know, even when he's escaping on the plane, he's like, you know, he's very matter-of-fact about that. You know, it's like, yeah, okay. You know, he's not not real... Um, it's not real emotional. Not, not really emotional, right. He's a very he's a, a thinking character, you know, but a sort of, again, opinionated sort of 
guy. And we really don't know about too much about him at all. Just just what little tidbits are thrown in. Well, and you need to be the closure too, wouldn't that be going to see your wife? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, basically be able to pressure him to sort of wrap up some of that baggage that the main character has, mm-hmm. you know, and that helps force the main character to deal with his personal issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, bring closure to those things that he's been avoiding. <laughs> so how's preconception of um, well, I think because he's rich, you know, they, because the one area that well, seems... Well, not even get away with it, right? Yeah, okay. he's, you know, the one area that doesn't seem to, that, that Jack doesn't give him much uh, leeway on is the fact that he's, um, yeah, he thinks he's maybe a little above everybody and he's rich and he's like, uh, sort of stuck up. Right. You know, that, that, huh? You're kind of people. That's who's in, eats in these first-class airplanes. Right, right. I think that undermines his effectiveness because it's sort of like, yeah, I know you're you're not, you and I are not alike, <laughs> and that sort of weakens the the influence. Um, and then in the relationship, we have it being manipulation, which again I think is probably one of the strongest manipulation relationships. I've seen, except well, actually, it's, I think you see any really strong buddy movie that has a psychology domain. They're, they're, that's probably like that. I imagine the is Forty Eight Hours in the same domain. Well, I don't know. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if well, either because it's either Eddie Murphy is the manipulation character. Well, no, no, but the relationship sure. Is, I think so. If not, it's the relationship for a lot. It's no question, because he definitely is butting with Nick Nolte's character. Um, issue of commitment. Um, well, they stick together. I mean, he's just—he's not gonna let it go. Right. Right. So. I remember at one point hearing a lot of talk that that spoke to responsibility, and I started yeah, thinking responsibility exactly. might be a good um, thing there. But um, well, I think the issue. Remember, it's an issue. It's like okay, one's very committed to taking him in, and, and to, you know, and, and but there's this question of will you are you faking me out or are you making a real commitment to me if I take this off are you going to continue to play the game right and in one instance he does and then of course he turns around and the next time he's like sayonara mm-hmm. he's taken off on a plane um, or, or on, on the freight train or on, yeah or on the freight train and closes the door exactly isn't the responsibility of the right person for the job Pardon me? Isn't responsibility also the right person for the job kind of thing? Like, right. So then he's constantly criticizing him for not being good enough at his job. Right, the counterpoint. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's You're right. Those are the two. You mm-hmm. guys are the worst bounty hunter I've yeah, ever seen. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so in the relationship, disbelief and faith. Okay. As a symptom so, and response. So this is so earlier when we were talking about this too. So he, uh, 
Well, this is, has a lot more to do with just, you know, I don't believe you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know. And you get that argument, and they, okay, you got to... They use, I think, trust, but I think he's really talking about believe me, you know. Give me, take, take this off, give me the badge, you know, I'll get us the money so we can eat. It's like, okay, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and they actually build up a certain amount of faith, or trust. Well, right, and then it's disabused. And mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, catalyst of rationalization. Um, well, I think, for instance, this scene where he basically says, okay, you can just wander around here, you know, it's sort of like, well, I, it's, there's no way he's going to escape from here because we're on this Indian reservation. Right. <laughs> there's nothing around here, you know not doing his job, just looking at the, you know, oh, it's just, you know, also I think you have a main character preconception issue there, too. Mm-hmm. Is it preconception? No, that's in... You know, there's tons of disbelief and just the, like, also, um, I, I believe you're going to try to run, so I have to keep yeah, it yeah. all the time. Right? right. And then what he's asking for is fame, you know. Yeah, no, exactly. It's, again, they, they sort of describe it more like trust. Yeah. You know, it's like, no, I don't believe you. <laughs> yeah. If I, if I didn't do this, you're going to run. And, and, I, and you tell me otherwise, I, I don't believe you. Yeah, I think that's absolutely what that is. Um, and the benchmark of developing a plan. Well, inhibitor of attitude is really good because you see it when they're, when they're on the train and he's, he's sitting there is like, you know, oh, what? You know, at some point I'm gonna have to pee. You shut the fuck up, Jack. You know, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Uh, right. It's like, oh well, that's kind of puts a little right. They, just the, the damper on the, the relationship. display of attitude. Yeah. The, you know. Yeah. Now, but but this, that was almost a you and I moment because that was Charles Rosen putting the words there that Jack would say. Mm-hmm. Jack didn't say those words. It was all Charles Golden on both sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I have to be. <laughs> 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 they also have the same name, Jack and John. Yes, yeah, they, do. they do. So, yeah, there's that. So, benchmarks of developing a plan, um, you're saying? Well, I think that. I think they're trying to figure out how to make it work yeah. because they're so different. And, you know, it's kind of like he's trying to keep him from getting killed and taken by all these other, you know, all these other folks that want him. And then it's only going to work if the two of them work together. Um, Otherwise, you know, he's a dead man or he's a disappeared man or he's, you know, uh, even being taken by the other... um, uh, what, what, what was Marvin the, was going uh, to bring him to get killed. I mean, there's also a certain amount of in the beginning. It's like I gotta get you on the plane, but you have to take your cuffs off, so we gotta work out a plan. Yeah, yeah so okay. We gotta, we yeah. gotta have to jump on this moving train, right. so we gotta work together and making this work. And then he closes the door, but by the end, and the and we, you know, and he's giving me the stick. Too. You know, we get he he jumps in the water to go and try to get him, but I need your help to. 
Right. Figure out how to figure out how we can. So I think it would be the more they can develop plans to further their relationship, the stronger the relationship is. I think they were on the train, um, actually the passenger train, actually the Amtrak, where he says, you know, they do have, you know, eyewitness protection. Uh, you know, you could go for the eyewitness protection program. What was his response to that? Uh, you know, okay. that's not going to happen. They're going to kill me. They're going to kill me for it. I won't even get as far as the eyewitness program. No, that, that could, I don't know. Maybe that, that goes to uh, either disbelief or... But also, you know, having a plan that works is what gets Grody free mm-hmm. at the end. Right. So that's, there's a gratitude in that whole thing that comes about. Right, so I mean, it's the teamwork, you know, the developing a plan is really about sort of teamwork. The two of them as a, as a team, working better, being able to develop a plan that works, as opposed to some of the earlier ones which are not as successful. So would this be a case, kind of, sort of, where the authors have positioned us for a happy consequence, since it's a failure story? And we don't feel bad about it being a consequence. So no, I think it's a consequence that I think it's the a consequence. It's a consequence. Well, I think it's a consequence that is yeah okay happy consequence. Yes, I'd say that's actually a, a kind of a good way of putting it. Um, they're they're cha- the change of nature is what I mean. He certainly changes. Um, well, there's a lot of people who, you know, a lot of, why everyone's changing. Yeah, pretty stuff. much. Every, <laughs> well, the landscape has changed. The, you know, the uh, FBI guy. I mean, you could. They got their man. Yes, but but obviously, in the fugitive and the fugitive retriever, sort of changed. That the relationship certainly changed. The who's who's on top and who isn't. So suddenly, you know, you got. A man, changed main character who, uh, and the, the pr- protagonist who quits, and a main character who is fine now but doesn't have any money to his name, doesn't even have a functioning work uh, credit card. Um, and then you've got the the crook who ends up giving him a whole bunch of money, you know, giving him his... his and he's free once again. I mean, he got yeah. caught right away in the story. Now he's a free man again. Yeah. And I think, again, the, the forewarnings of the past are essentially, that's the, the mob. Yeah. Yeah. The mob guys are the, the forewarnings. Well, requirements of understanding um, as it relates to the goal uh, is... Uh, to figure out all the people who've been well, not only like that, but but Jack had uh, reaches an understanding with the FBI, <laughs> that was one of the requirements. Yeah, and and but the prerequisite, of course, is then developing a plan, which he does, uh, which is kind of the third act turn, or you know, final act turn, where uh, uh, he's on the phone, he's like, all right, I've got a plan. Right. Do you agree to this? And do we have an understanding now? So that all does kind of. Uh, line up, um, but friend, preconditions of memories. Then just well, hmm. but I think you have when you have the cost of innermost desires. Um, apart from a lot of people getting pissed off, 
of which there are quite a few, mm-hmm. um, including the FBI. I think you also have, you know, the the fugitive retriever when he goes home, the, you know, sort of how it's sort of sad having to see his family under those conditions and and you can see that the daughter how she's sort of left um, well, he had wanting to, he, had, he had to give up on, on reestablishing the marriage right. with that woman that he's loved um, and, but the, he and did, the daughter he did find out that she was being taken care of right right isn't the consequence the veil the what the veil like the, the bail money, the bail money. Like, like um. You know that word because he's going to go out of business. Yes. And, and that's good. And that's out. true. And yeah. they fail to stop it. Right. Yeah. The goal's not reached. So yeah, he's he's going to go out of business. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I think we managed to nail it down. I think the problem is that it's so it's so familiar. You know, the story form is so like a lot of other story in from this time period that you have to sort of we've been splitting the hairs to just to get it to be a little bit different or find find what's unique about it. Um, um with the uh, the time lock uh, part of it, um, how does the you know how sometimes you break up the options where you're like running through the options and they're slowly is there a way to do that with a time too? Well, there's markers for that. Well, we have, you know, they have they have markers all through the movie about how much time is there. It's measuring. Yeah, I mean, like, it's measuring time loss with every new plan they take. So. And how what it, right, it, it, I mean, how much closer it is to that that deadline. Well, like is each signpost a day basically? No, yeah. no, it's actually sort of. Um, Gets shorter and shorter. So, that's what to figure out. so is there a way to, to um, no, there's that or no, no, because the the important thing is that you keep people aware of it, and you can do that a lot, or you can do it a little. But usually, as you get closer to the the limit, you you put it in more frequently to, to great create more tension. Well, specifically yeah, in, in Ex Machina, they, there's no speed up because it's like, there's just day one, day two, day three. Yeah. Right? So they, it doesn't accelerate as they get past things. Okay. Um, and I've heard people talk about in storytelling techniques, you tend to compress time towards the end of movies, but that can happen in option locks too. That's just okay. like, I think that's just. Right. You can have, in option locks, you can have it where the dominoes are starting to fall faster. You know, you can do that if you want to get a sense of speed increasing or time running out by using up the options more quickly, spending you know, spending less time on the options. Mm-hmm. You don't need to, but you can do that to give it a a boost in terms of creating more tension. Okay. But that's a storytelling technique. That's not a not structural. Quick 
Right. See, this could have been, I thought it was going to be a, I didn't think it was going to be a time lock because I hadn't seen it before. I thought it was just, oh, New York to LA. But, um, no, it was definitely a time lock. I mean, it introduced it right up front and, you know, it was very diligent about it. Uh, They weren't always really careful about telling us, even in terms of a space lock, they weren't really diligent about telling us where they were all the time. You know, it's like, we were in Chicago, and then suddenly they're in Amarillo. There wasn't a, we're making progress by distance. So, especially when the geography was... Well, but then they also decide, once he realizes he's being, Sorry, they, he's being listened in on, then he, then he... That looks like that. Ambiguous, yeah. But this is where I'm surprised you didn't just say, I'm going to go to Spokane and then head south and just send them all the wrong direction. Well, I think they... Would pick up on that pretty quickly. I mean, well. they 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 went they they shot in New York, they shot in Vegas, they shot in New Zealand for some reason. Yeah, and yet they could not go to Amarillo and actually, you know, <laughs> they shoot in New Zealand. What? What did they shoot? What did they shoot in New Zealand? I, I kept know. thinking, where the what? stand in for Arizona. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, they shot in Arizona. Obviously. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. But 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 they couldn't go as far as Amarillo. <laughs> And, and there, there's no landscape within two or three thousand miles of Amarillo that looks like that. Trust me, I'll be All right. So, what does the name mean? Just kidding. <laughs> Considering it was way more than just a midnight. Well, midnight, mid, there's the title drop when, when, when Joe Pants is talking to De Niro. Yeah, and he drops yeah. the title in that conversation. It's just a midnight. It's just a midnight. Oh, oh, right, right. We'll, just we'll go out there, midnight. you'll be back yeah, yeah. by midnight or whatever, yeah. They back up they with the rubber hose and bring them on. <laughs> they went to New Zealand because they needed the warmer waters of the oh. river. Ah, okay. Well, well shoot. done. Well, they could have done that with the shoots, right? Yeah, freezing. I think I've probably been in that river then. You're just stuck, you know. I mean, again, <laughs> Well, thank you guys. That was really good. This podcast was brought to you by Wright Brothers, creators of software for writers since 1982. Visit us at www.screenplay.com and www.dramatica.com. Dot com.